Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. My name is the Ted Smith, host of this here podcast, greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, down in the bottom. Ah, you know what? Stop. I'm screwing up the, the order here, but he's in the top left. He's back in Washington State. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? That's why they pay the man. He's got the golden voice and he knows what to say at the right time. Uh, what's up, boys? I'm just, you know, I'm feeling summer. I'm excited. I'm back in Seattle. So's Matt. The dream team almost back together. We're within the same county. Feels good. <laughs> I was going to say, Matt's also back in the state. I'm sorry. Matt Comer, the producer, MTTP. What's up, Matt? What's up, Ted? All right. Well, I got, I mean, like, we're, we're look, folks, we're going to talk about summer meltdown in this podcast. Like, I've gotten... Like, I got my Saturday costume. I got some new river shoes. I mean, figuring I'm going to spend a decent amount of this heat and weather just in a bathing suit in my river shoes. Yeah. What's, uh, are you going to reveal the costume to us, or is that to be determined? Wait, what's the theme first? Let's start there. Woodland creatures. Woodland creatures. Okay. So, you know, it feels like there's some natural avenues there for you. I mean, obviously, you know, you've got that sort of, bear-like essence a little bit of a, a badger sprinkle in there i mean you have a woodland creature vibe i feel like this is gonna be easy for you what what direction are you taking it that's really the question <laughs> i almost want to tell you guys because it's so stupid like this weekend i was talking to somebody but uh, a few of us have the same costume they're like that's what you picked and i was like yeah you find those kind of people in the woods but it's not a creature so much as a you know what, guys? Look, I'm going as a gnome. <laughs> nice. Wow. Going group cost group costume without us. Matt, get up this knife out of my back. That's that's <laughs> absolutely brutal. Yeah, I'm on my way, dude. A, a text message, a phone call, anything, you know? Nothing, nothing. Matt's got gnome-like energy. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm going as a gnome from the top from the waist up and then just short little booty shorts from the waist down. Like it came with nice. pants. I was like, no chance. No, no. Yeah, you need to show some leg, especially. Yeah, dude, that is a good forest creature. Damn, that's actually a great costume, man. Nice. That's what I, was like. I was like, that works. I was like, I'm not going to be like a glittery, sparkly, like deer. Like, I'm not some hot chick. Yeah, yeah. That's honestly, I feel like Gnome is pretty solid. I mean, I can't think of much better than that. Maybe like something from Lord of the Rings or something. But yeah, that's I like that move. How many Gnomes you guys got? Uh, right now, I believe we have four gnomes, and then I, I have s- another another buddy coming up on Saturday. He's never been to a festival, and he's like, "Are you telling me I have to buy a gnome costume?" And I looked at him. I said, "You don't have to, but you will be spending the majority of the evening with four gnomes. So you dress as you want." <laughs> he was like, "He's gonna come up a- dressed as a cop." Right? He's like, "Is that a threat?" I was like, "That's a promise." <laughs> like the gnomes <laughs> are gonna be out of force. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And then he Googled gnome costumes. I go, that's the one I got. And he's like, the first one that shows up in Amazon. I was like, well, yeah. (laughs) Damn, boys. (laughs) What about you guys? What, for outfits? Yeah. Dude, I could put mine on. I actually haven't opened it yet. But it's like, uh, 
I did not go with the theme. Um, I'm, this is so, you know, for some of us, this is the highlight of the summer. For others, this is the warm up for the highlight of the summer. So uh, I'm just, I'm going with that theme, the Burning Man theme, which is uh, Waking Dreams. And so uh, I don't have my full costume finished for that, but I'm just testing out some of my, my sort of side costumes. I don't even know what you'd call this. It's like, I, I suppose it would be like if you turned yourself into a disco ball, it would be something approaching that, but it's all pretty comfortable because I want to dance. I haven't got to dance in like five months, I would say. So I'm trying to get some serious, serious shuffling in every night. Yeah, I have a ridiculous shirt. Well, not ridiculous, but a pretty bright shirt that I didn't realize Joe had too for Friday night. I was like, oh, we have the same shirt. And we did not talk about ordering that shirt. We just both did. Also, let me ask you guys this. Now, I get people do this, but like I found out, I thought, I thought our buddy sent me that text and was like, what shirt should I wear? It wasn't a group text, but then I found out he sent it to Cobb and to Taryn and to like somebody else. And I was like, well, not like, am I wrong? Like, is it feel like it takes away from the personal, from the personal text? Well, I'll let Matt answer first, actually, because I have some opinions. Um, if I send out a mass test, text individually it's usually the clients but i'll just throw the word generic i'll just say generic text letting you know or wondering you know just to give everyone just to let you know like you're on a thread that you don't know how big it is who else is on it i'm in control here just you know this is what it is um but yeah i would i i don't think i mean it depends on the situation uh Asking about a shirt, it could have been a group thread, but also people's opinions get in, influenced by the the tribalism. You know, like if you want independent uh, opinions, you gotta ask independently. A little more context: we were the photo was of a a, a well groomed man's closet. So you're talking about nice dress shirt, nice dress shirt, nice dress shirt, golden sparkly shirt, nice dress shirt, nice dress shirt, nice dress shirt. And he was asking, which shirt should I wear for trial tomorrow? Or at least that's the text that I got. And so I feel like I, I could see how Ted feels cheated. Okay, I'll say that. I want to get that Why? out of the way. But, <laughs> but I do the same thing. I find a joke that works. And I, you know, I iterate through a couple people, even just in, you know, during the course of a party, I'll get some mileage out of a good line. Um, but so, yeah, via text, you know, it's a little more, explicit and less discreet but um i I do it too so i can't blame the man and you know he found something that people liked and he liked the joke hit a couple of friends with it i you know is it the most ethical above board move no am i gonna lose a friendship over it absolutely not oh no i just don't feel special and when i got that text i was like i'm special it's like it's like when somebody sends you a text and it's like look at this awesome photo like great job man glad you're having a fun day and then they post it on Instagram. I'm like, man, I thought that was just a thing we were doing. Now the whole dude. world can see it. Hey, oh, dude, if that gets you, then we have a friend in common who is the king of that. He comes to town and you'll know who I'm talking about. He comes to town and he'll text you individually. Sup, man? What are you doing tonight? Let's go to this nightclub. I got a VIP, like bottle service, the whole thing. Let's hang out. You and me. Like, great. I'm the man. Like, God, I can't wait you texted me. Like, I really am important to him. <laughs> I knew we were friends, but like, that's cool because he's really important to me. Show up to the nightclub, you and 40 of your closest friends <laughs> with that guy. And you're like, oh, cool. And you get a quick hello. Hey, what's up, man? Oh, awesome to see you. Cool. I'm going to go have drinks with these hot chicks. Like, Thanks, bro. And there have been many nights 
I mean, multiple, multiple, multiple times where Ted and I are in a VIP staring at each other, just like, what, what the hell happened? Watching this particular friend just like, you know, go home with a girl or whatever. Like, tell me that's not true, Ted. It's 100% true. I remember one night I showed up and like, I had no idea. Everybody's already having fun time. It's like bottle service. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just the guy that came from the Sounders game. Like, Y'all don't even need me. Yeah, exactly. You come up feeling like the man, feeling like the VIP. And then it's like, no, dude, you're a side prop. Like, that guy's the main character. <laughs> dude, Ted, God damn it. That actually just reminds me. Sorry, this won't make a lot of sense to people listening. But when we got bottle service on the log, that was probably the highlight for me in terms of club experiences. Oh, yeah. And that's a melting right bottle service with four slights. Are you Ted Smith? Yeah. You want a beer? Oh, yeah. That was rad, dude. Uh, yeah, obviously, if you see us up there this weekend, say hello. And, like, before we started this, we were talking about, like, all the friends we have that all hang out together. But also, like, I don't know. I think I was coming out of the bathroom and heard Matt say this. Like, I also like to go to Summer Meltdown to meet, like, random people that I don't know or talk to all the time. It's, like, it's fun to hang out, too, and meet other, like, like-minded people that are just, like, screw it. We're going to take four days and have fun. Yeah. And dude, speaking of, I know a full other camp too that uh, that you can meet. There's like you know eight, ten people in it, so that'll be a good hang. You know one of them already, and then it's a bunch of other people that I mostly know. So yeah, it'll be a good time. Dude. We're gonna know a lot of folks there, but it'll be nice kind of mixing it up. I feel like changing the venue and stuff. I don't know. I think I think it's gonna be cool. Yeah, I mean, like I told you, I am, I am so looking forward to sitting in the river, chilling out, then partying at night. And- it's gonna it's gonna be warm out there, man. We're gonna we're gonna make or break people. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be warm. I mean, I got that Texas blood now, so I'm good. But I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I was also laughing as some people were, that we know were like, you know, be prepared for this. And I'm like, well, half the people on this fucking thread are burners. Like they've dealt with worse. Like I think they'll be okay. Yeah, seriously. Like, that's the most inhospitable environment. This is like a Northwest forest in the summer. Like, the most hospitable, easy-to-find food environment you can imagine. Plus unlimited music and, and drinks. <laughs> I will say, that's the one worry when it gets that hot. It's like, yeah, you just got to be careful with the booze. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, you're not wrong. Well, you're not. Matt doesn't even drink. You're far from, like, a big drinker. That's probably just a little message to me and my buddies. <laughs> yeah uh let's see uh Cobb you were just talking about dancing so two weeks ago I went to a wedding did a lot of dancing last weekend though Mike's wedding boys I dominated you set it off oh yes sir small wedding it's only about 50 people uh they had uh I forget the name of the brick oven place but they're just pumping out pies like Having some waters, uh, I cut my cut myself off for an hour and just went regular non-alcoholic seltzer waters. People were like, "You're not drinking?" Like I'm drinking, but like it's fucking three. Like we got a long night ahead of us. Uh, so you know, eat marathon, some, right? Get some, and then like the music starts. But there's only like the bride, like five girls in a circle dancing. I mean, I couldn't get my jacket off quick enough. Like I'm wow. out. Let's get it right. Start dancing. Then like, then you have a few more pops and then I'm just calling people out. Right. I'm like, Sean, thrill. Let's go. People, people want to dance. Let's keep it going. Show yourself cowards. 
Nice, dude. Wow, so Ted is gone. Dude, you really are a butterfly. I mean, you've come out of the chrysalis and you've spread your wings. Like you went from, I don't really. Oh, dang it. I kind of crushed this last wedding to like, you're the dance guy now. Yeah, wedding dance guy I'm all about. And I, I, people always go like, I have friends that would be like, you're a good dancer. I'm a bad dancer. I'm like, you're not a bad dancer. Just have fun. Like, just move your hip. Like, I don't, like, I don't know. It's hard to see somebody dancing and being like, oh, they don't know what they're doing. You know? Plus, I mean, weddings are more pop music. I struggle with, like, the festival dancing sometimes at, like, a bluegrass show. I'm like, I, I don't know how to dance to this. Basically, <laughs> I got to listen to my own advice. And just wiggle. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, but, no, it was a great time. Uh, popped in. So it was down in Eden Paul. Popped in. Popped into the Yellow Beak afterwards for a quick beer and a shot. And I forgot how much I love those country girls, man. They're just hot, blonde women. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> right? And Cobb, one of the best things I ever took from you was going to American Apparel back in the day and getting those deep Bs, right? Yep. So by the time I walk into the Yellow Beak at like nine, the, the button-up shirt is off. It's deep V tucked in with just a jacket. Like there was a point That's at the wedding... Cool. Where people are like, you've converted to like looking like a Russian drug dealer. You re-? and I'm like, that's ah, fine. It's a good look. <laughs> I mean, we walk into the Yellow Beak and just, I mean, the tension's on us. Like my buddy starts talking to these girls, and finally the guy with them goes, "Just so you know, those are all my daughters." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that's yeah. Yeah, you brought him. You brought him into the wolf's den, bitch. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I only do two things and we're almost out of vodka, you know, like that's the classic Russian. I mean, nice dude. I'm not surprised. Wait. So, uh, did that. Okay. Okay. So I feel like in general, you know, those bumpers kind of keep you inside the line. I feel like you're a very respectful guy, something I like about you, but also I feel like sometimes, you know, over-respecting women has held both of us back. You know, we're like, I respect you so much. I'm not even going to say hello. Did that in that instance, back you off of those women? Oh, no, he was just, he was more saying it to my buddy, like, I, just so you know, because he was laying on the heavy, uh, the heavy push. Look, Kyle, let me put it this way. You never, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Yellow Beak. It's a massive bar, right? But we're sitting right at the center, not standing at the center of the bar. The table behind us has the dad with his, and their daughter, his daughters are all like probably 30, right? Love it. But they're all blonde. They're super hot. But I'm kind of talking to this couple next to me who's a little bit older. But the woman is blonde and attractive, and the dude has great flow. So, like, I didn't even hear the line from the dad, but my buddy kind of comes over, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, right, introduce him. Like, hey, good to meet you. And he says something. He said it very smoothly about, like, attractive blondes. And I was like, I only two hot blondes in this bar I care about. And I spit around and go, that couple right there. And the lady's like, what? Us? And I'm like, you both have excellent flow. And then you could hear the table behind. Like, I ignored him so good that, like, it made him like me more. <laughs> Dude, Ted, God, the fish are jumping in the boat. I'm excited to see it in person that summer meltdown. I feel like you just, did, there's no way to fake that kind of energy and vibe. I feel like you're just, you are flowing right now. Like, you're reaching your zenith. The chrysalis has burst. We are full butterfly. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is the next day he was like, God damn it, dude, that was funny as shit. He goes, you didn't miss a beat. And I was like, yeah, I know. I'll go. I was in the zone, man. We were, we were grooving. We were getting wow. ready. Summer of Ted. I like it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Although that sounds vaguely weird, like Summer of Sam, so maybe not. <laughs> also, uh, good, good news, boys. I, I've met some people that I've hung out with a little more that are big listeners. And uh, they're like, you guys have been on fire the last couple of weeks. Of course, the one woman is a barista. So she's like, why does Cobb hate tattooed baristas? <laughs> whoa, whoa, hate? Where did she get him? Hey, you called him weird. Oh, dude, that's just, oh, man, let's, all right, let's have a real conversation about that. I called him weird. I mean, I'm also, okay, okay. Let's, let's start over here. Just real quick, what are the chances you thought after you made that comment a week later, I'd be hanging out with a, with a tattooed barista? Zero, zero percent, and I wish it was me. Here's the thing, I throw out a lot of ridiculous things on this podcast that's because one i'm not that smart and two you know sometimes words just flow and i try not to you know i try not to uh what's it called like edit them before they come out i i throw out all kinds of crazy things talking about fighting professional ufc fighters and how i would win like i don't know dude i say whatever comes to mind but i will say as far as bikini baristas one just two nights ago i was on reddit.com slash r slash bikini barista checking out bikini barista shots a b <laughs> i had one weird experience in bothell and i feel like now it's my own uh insecurity around liking the alternative look of bikini baristas that's got me pinned down i told you i pulled got, all right this is embarrassing but i'll just throw it out okay so in bothell okay so in ah, boys all right in in kenmore there's a bikini barista stand and the cops were trying to bust them for um for like you know showing yeah something like that or soliciting acts or something weird um it's called best friend espresso for those who are interested it's directly in front of saint vincent de paul they're now owned by somebody else so don't worry um but uh the cops went through and they got 92 pieces of evidence they went through the drive-through barista where they were showing their uh you know lady parts 92 times before reporting it and saying yep we caught them like 92 times of them showing more than they should have been. So I always thought that was intriguing. So I kind of forgot about it. And in Bothell, I pulled into a stand. I don't want to say their name, but you know, you could, you could find it pretty easily pulled in. And I, it was like six in the morning. I just wanted a coffee, had no idea what I was getting myself into because it's sort of, uh, what's the word? It's like, you know, it, it has a benign, name and a benign paint job there are no pictures of girls there's nothing it's just a striped building okay it looks like a bumblebee so i pull in and i'm like wow that's weird that there's a full glass back door on this thing boom probably like 18 years old and a day 18 years old and a day string bikini white and boys i'm on my scooter i just panicked I was like, dude, I'm not getting caught in a sting operation. I just gassed it out of that thing. Just full, fully red, flushed the face. I've been embarrassed about it ever since. I've told that story to a couple of people. And I still feel bad. So, like, it's only that I feel so uncomfortable. Like, I am a perv, but I feel bad perving on them. So, that's the only reason I say anything about bikini baristas. <laughs> <laughs> on her defense. When you said it, you just said tattoo baristas, and she's not a bikini one. But uh, I will say, I've had two odd instances. Number one, I dated a girl, and like she'd always be like, No, we're going here. And I was like, Ooh, the bikini barista? She's like, They make really good coffee, too. And I was like, All right, fair. Yeah, it's like Playboy for the articles. I get it. All right. And then one time I was getting coffee 
up off 99 and there was like a bikini barista stand. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm just killing time. Literally. I just, uh, cause I had lost my license years ago. So I just taken the test. They're like, all right, you passed. You can have a license again. I'm like, dope. So I'm waiting for the bus. I'm like, ah, I'll get a cup of coffee. And I just start BSing with the one girl. And I'm like, like, I, look, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm like, ah, I'm going to throw it out to see what happens. And I was like, oh yeah, we talk about these sometimes on our show. What's your show? Like, ah, the men's room on KSW. And the girl in the back who's just been like sitting up on a thing, like hops down. She's like, who are you? I'm like, B. Ted Smith. <laughs> <laughs> this is the beginning of a porno movie. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> I mean, Matt, you don't have to say anything. We all know you used to go to Bikini Barista Stand. <laughs> I worked that. You're the number one fan. So much back in the day, dude. <laughs> I mean, the problem dude. is, if you give three guys any opportunity to be like, hey, there's going to be girls in bikinis, like, yeah, I mean, if I'm going to get coffee, why not get it from them? Yep. Yeah, exactly. That is a very unique Northwest thing. Ted, have I ever told you about how I almost got caught in a sting operation in Lake City? Uh, no, but tell me more. <laughs> okay, dude, this is like not that long ago, unfortunately. I wish this was like 20 years ago, but it's not. So, um, okay, so I always say that the you know, the bikini barista stands, like there's one up there that's across the street from a strip club. And I'm always like, okay, that's like kind of the minor league, you know, that's the farm league, right? Like they kind of, yeah, they kind of learn the trade and then they they move up into it. So I've always just, so I used to spend a lot of time in that area because I owned a business up near Green Lake. And so, you know, there's just a lot of comings and goings to the hardware store, whatever. So I'm up there and uh, I'm with a friend. I drop them off. They have a meeting for an hour and then they want me to pick them up. So I'm literally just killing time. And there's that jack in the box up there on 99. So this is like right as inflation stuff is starting to hit probably, it's probably eight months ago, maybe even less. And inflation is starting to hit. And I'm sitting there. And of course, I was driving our white unmarked popcorn fan. Okay. So, you know, number one, I look like a John or at least a sleazy dude. So I'm sitting in the van and I'm like, man, like all the prostitutes who are walking out here, like they seem a little too hot. You know, I was like, I... Maybe I'm just older now, but these girls seem like my age and like kind of put together. Like I always had seen, you know, prostitutes before and they kind of were, you know, they looked like they had had some miles on those tires. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like some serious miles, hard miles, you know? And these girls were like, man, they kind of just looked like girls who maybe went to my high school, you know? They're like, hmm. And I was like, you know, two out of the five, I'd consider it if they weren't, you know, covered in disease and I didn't have a girlfriend and whatever, you know, all the other circumstances, but it was like, you know, just looks wise, like, wow, you know, not bad. And I was like, damn, I wonder like, cause I always say that inflation, like you can tell I'm always monitored from fast food because they're big global corporations. They change their prices the fastest in response to beef, you know, changes in beef, changes in cheese, sugar, whatever. So I'm always like, damn, like now a deluxe double stack is three bucks or whatever. Like, okay, inflation's going up. And I was like, I wonder how far down the totem pole these girls are and see if they change their prices for inflation or if it's still, you know, 20 bucks for whatever, like a job, or I'm not really sure. Um, I don't know what we could say on here. Matt, you've done Felipe. It's all right. Yeah. But, so you should also delete sorry. 20 bucks. I mean, it's not 1985. Right. So exactly. So I was like, I was like, all right, like, uh, does inflation, does inflation pay a role in these girls' prices? Like, have they upped their prices now that inflation's hitting? And I swear to you, I was like two minutes from getting out of my car and just walking over and asking them, like, hey, you know, do you guys account for inflation? Like, what, what does something like this cost? But I was like, you know what? 
Like just, I know you're curious too, but just let's, let's be cool. Let's chill. Something seems weird about this. Sure enough. I didn't say anything. Sure enough. Literally three days later on the news, huge undercover bust on 99 on that day of like 200 Johns. And I was almost caught by the vice squad. Just asking about literally asking about inflation. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, you got to go with your natural instinct too. Like if you see, like I, I always call them street walkers as opposed to like escorts or prostitutes, but like, you see a street walker that maybe looks too good. It's probably a cop. <laughs> they were, they were literally all cops or working for cops. And like, I was like, Oh, like that makes sense. Cause they seemed kind of normal, you know? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyway, boys, I almost went down bad. <laughs> God, damn it. And nobody know. would believe you. I was just asking. I know. We would have. We would have. But like this podcast would have held up in court. They would be like, actually, uh, he has pretty good documentation. He's exactly the sort of guy that would do something completely stupid, but also legal. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm like, is it illegal to ask them about inflation pricing? And they're like, no, but you were propositioning somebody. Somebody's like, no, I wasn't. I was asking about her prices. Like, That's what they all say. Get in the van. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's the illegal part is when you're asking about prices. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, I sleep close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Before we take a break, <clears throat> did anybody see what Aaron Rodgers showed up in camp like today? Nope. Nope. I should have sent you the picture. I don't know if he was doing it as a costume. It seemed like a costume, but have you guys ever seen the cinematic masterpiece Con Air? Nope. No. Oh, all right. Well, then forget it. But he showed up like uh, Nick Cage and Con wow. Air. Wife beater, tucked in, long hair flowing, beard not really, or uh, you know, like not really shaved. I was like, I think he's dressing as Con Air and Nick Cage. Wow. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm just reading the articles now. Nicholas Cage. What uh was that just a coincidence or did he dress as Nicholas Cage? I'm not sure, but if he dressed as him on purpose, it makes me like him more. Do we have Do we have time for a quick Nick Cage story? <laughs> oh, it's hard to top the last one. <laughs> well, okay, so my dad met Nick Cage randomly. Like the other day, like last month down in Redondo Beach, um, he was walking by with a couple ladies um, who wanted ice cream. And then he came back um, and my dad was the one that told him where the ice cream was. My dad was like, he told the guy at the hot dog on a stick, that guy looked like Nick Cage. And the guy at the hot dog on a stick was like, yeah, it's because it was. And I was like, no, no kidding. Really? Okay. And then Nick Cage and the girls come back. And they, they're, they're like walking by again and they chop it up a little bit. And my dad loves hot dog on a stick and knows it's Nick Cage now. And he goes, hey, can I get a picture? And he wanted a picture of Nick Cage in front of hot dog on a stick. But uh, Nick Cage is like, sure. And came in, put his arm around him for a selfie. <laughs> and my dad's never taken a selfie before in his life. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, uh I was going to say, you sent it to me. It's an epic p- picture. It's like, oh, look at, look, at, look at him out there hanging with Nick Cage. <laughs> so he goes, 
oh, I think, yeah, this is how you do it. And then he's like, wait, what's this? Why is it counting down? And Nick Cage is like, you hit the timer. Here, let me do it. And Nick Cage hit the button for that selfie. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That'd be even better if Nick Cage had held the phone, because that looks like Nick Cage just taking a selfie with Mitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's so rad. He's never taken a selfie before in his life. So, yeah, shout out Nick Cage. He's very cool. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take our first break there and we'll come back with uh, some emails. What's Mattin and the Cow Top? All right. Welcome back. Uh, we should tell people, by the way, like Josh is just a buddy of ours. Uh, there's still, I believe there's still some tickets out there. You can go on the website. Well, yeah, come up for a couple of days, Summer Meltdown. It's a, it's a great time. It's a new venue. It'll be a little different. We just don't know. But it's, I mean, always a great time. Cool people, good music. Now I'm pumped to see Travis Thompson on Saturday. I have not seen him in person yet. It's it's a lot closer than it was before for like doing it as a weekend um, in Snohomish this year. Uh, yeah, and Travis Thompson. Yeah, I think it it goes like him, then Grizz, then Brass against on Saturday. Like that is the the best one two three lineup I've ever seen on a meltdown lineup because. Usually I don't recognize enough of the people, Like that's my own doing. But I was just like, damn, I don't know if I'll even get back to camp to smoke. But dude, I'm with you. I, I've played more Travis Thompson in the last two weeks than well, than ever. But I was like, I usually don't care about like getting too fired up for the music beforehand. But I was like, I need to know more of these lyrics so I can look like the cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Cobb, we got some emails. Yes, and Ted. You know you're already looking like the cool guy. The butterfly has left the chrysalis. They're jumping in the boat, okay? I don't need to... I can't say this enough. All right, this is actually a sweet email. Um, I'm pumped about this one. Playing catch-up for the last three months. Good evening to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. Haven't listened uh, since early April because I had a baby. So now I'm playing catch-up on all the episodes. I'll make these bullet points go fast. And then he just covers like a bunch of our last episodes. So I'll rifle them off. We can talk about them. Dude, playing against your friends is way more fun. It's extra motivation. All right. Cedro Woolly, Cedro Woolly Wrestling isn't to be messed with. One dude threw my heavyweight friend who had to cut weight to get, he had to cut weight to get to 265. They tossed him in the air. That's what I'm saying, man. Cedro Woolly, baby. I don't even know why I know this, but they just are renowned. <laughs> Terrified. They, it was like just known to fear them. Okay. Uh, uh, Luke Combs brings all the hotties with them bodies out. That's true. And Luke Combs likes some Miller Lite. Seems like a decent dude. Uh, <laughs> this one's my personal favorite. Dude, FC Tech Security. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, that sucked. Yeah, and honestly, Jaden, they broke me. I finally got clear. I just couldn't do it anymore. I held out resistance for 10 years. Every time I went through, I would get the pat down rather than the body scan, rather than the backscatter machine. I, I did my part, but I finally succumbed beneath the wheels of capitalism. So just went I just retinal. need to get that off my chest. I just need to get that off my chest. <laughs> Dude, I used to be an opt-out guy too. And then after a few, I was like, all right, it's taking too long. Dude, that's the thing, man. What breaks first, the anvil or the hammer? You know, 
<laughs> and those of you listening at home, it's the hammer. <laughs> I was going to say, I like that. It's obviously the hammer. I've, I've not heard that one, but I like that. Yeah, they, they got us. <laughs> they got, I'll just say it. I'm embarrassed, but they got me. All right. But Look, you know what? Those, those cops on 99 didn't. It's updated. It doesn't mean it's an upgrade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, next one. Am I the only one picturing Ted tailgating the symphony? <laughs> Except I was at a fancy steakhouse drinking uh, coffee, espresso martinis, but you're not far off. That's the rich man's tailgate, dude. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, there's nothing better than cruising in a Jeep top down uh, with Rainier in the front window in the summer. Nice. Not sure what that's related to, but I like it. That's a good call. Um, oh, so we were talking about downloading skills. He said, uh, I download the skill to play any instrument perfectly. Yeah, I think that's what I took too. Like the idea of playing, like just being like, oh, now I can play music. Yeah, now I'm Violin Smith. Yeah, that would be a baller, like a little child genius. <laughs> Damn, Ted, that's actually pretty good. Ted's like miming uh, playing a violin. It's not bad. Um, I'm one of those people, if I can see something, like I do, like most people do air guitar, I do air bass. And like even Thrill on Saturday was like, he goes, man, I play the bass. Why? I keep looking at you thinking you know what you're doing. I'm like, no, no, no. I just can watch people do stuff and kind of repeat it. Nice. Um, <laughs> also, the last, who the f- plays air bass? <laughs> I know, that is a nice twist. It's like, mm. uh, I don't want to be the front man, even in my own imagination. Right. <laughs> um, all right, and the last one. How do I know she belongs to the streets? Easy. She's got a tat and has a vape in hand wherever she goes. <laughs> it took me a second to realize what a tat was. Nice, dude. Take care, gents. Jane. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the tat on the cleavage is a t- cleavage is a tough look. Yeah, she belongs to the streets for sure. <laughs> That's 100%, bro. She got paw, paw prints tattooed on her That's streets. Are you just describing the rapper Eve? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who used to be a stripper before she got into rapping. Dude, I got a quick question. Where are you guys at on, uh, on pierced Uh Cobb, stop saying the T word because he has to dump it every time. Talking about t- God damn it. Oh, God. All right, where, where are you guys at on pierced melons? <laughs> Great. Talk to me, boys. Talk to me. It, Ted, it. Ted, I don't work for your company. Yeah. I mean, I... Neither I do I, so f*** you, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, nice, dude. Too, nice. Because there's, there's a single... <laughs> and then there's like the whole chest piece and i don't know how the whole chest piece seems classier than having just one boob tat yeah but i'm talking about the pierce <clears throat> i mean i'm in i'm right, go ahead matt uh you know yeah i i think the the piercings are fun um tattoos you know depends but you know it's it's not like the classiest thing, but that doesn't mean it's not like fun. Um, you know, and uh, the piercings, uh, I mean, I think they're classy. It's just like, you know how to have a good time. Dude, well, it was fun watching you both squirm answering that. I'm obviously a thousand percent and I think they're sexy as hell. 
but I have my camera off, so people can't. Yeah, they can't see me. Um, okay, <laughs> I said uh, greetings to the greatest podcast of the land. Oh, man. I emailed last week and Cobb comments on my email and signature names not matching. Sadly, there isn't that much mystique. I just made an email under a fake name like 15 years ago and use it for anything not professional so that it throws off all the phishing and scams. Even the most convincing blackmail or whatever other scam has a hard time being convincing when they call me John Pinkerton. Also, my personal email gets almost zero spam, so that's rad. Also, uh, while he mostly mentions it on the men's room, I wanted to let Ted know that Disney decided to throw away my heritage and replaced the Epcot Norway log ride with some tripe for the movie Frozen a few few years ago. They also replaced some of the stuff in the museum with pseudo-historical nonsense from it. Uh, Because apparently world heritage and teaching people things isn't more important than pushing a a fairly terrible Disney movie. Cheers, Chris. Right. So if you ever went and like we're hanging out at Epcot Center, you know, around uh, Lake Buena Vista there, they have all the countries. So it's kind of famous. Some people go down there and you try to have a drink in every country. But Norway, the first time I went, I was 19. Norway used to have a little log ride in their country. So I'm always like, Norway's the best. They got a log ride. But apparently now it's a frozen ride or frozen thing. You can hear the disappointment in my voice. Yeah, sure can. (laughs) Yep. I know. I'm just like, come on, man. Uh, with that said, <clears throat> I would still go to Disney World. I know it's a fake world, but man, having having, and I also like, look, I'm a good drinker, but I learned this with my cousins one year. Go every other country, folks. Unless it's just you and like your girl or you and a couple of buddies, and you have no plans for the rest of the evening. You can drink in every country, but like, it's tough, dude. Like, go every other country. <laughs> Wait, couldn't they have done like a frozen margarita or something? I mean, it seems, <laughs> seems like an obvious tie-in. Well, when you stop by France, I would get a, they have Grey Goose slushies or Grand Marnier slushies. Wow. <laughs> wow, a Grand Marnier slushie. That's damn. Yeah, France is the one country you got to hit. I always skip America because <clears throat> it's like, I don't know, like I don't need to get a hot dog and a Budweiser. Like I live here. <laughs> yeah. Germany we got, has, we got Germany, Germany has German beers and they have a food hall in there that's like uh like buffet style and they have like a band in there. Germany's pretty fun too. But don't make a Das Boot joke. They're they're over it. Oh, I bet. Like, <laughs> oh, you have Das Boot? And I remember the guy looks at me and goes, Would you see beer? Fe-? He's like, you saw Beer Fest? And I was like, Yeah. I'll probably probably every white guy that comes in here makes that joke to you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, all right, well, let's check in with what's maddening. Hey, what's good? What's maddening? Uh, before we get to what's maddening, hey, hey what's good? What's maddening? Check out with what's maddening. Hey, hey what's good? What's maddening? Uh, before we get to what's maddening, hey, hey what's good? What's maddening? Check out with what's maddening. Um, well, speaking of France, I suppose, uh, the French Grand Prix was on F1. So I watched that. It was my first time watching practice. Um, but I just watched it before qualifying because it was just on demand. And, like, man, do those announcers go in depth on that. Like, so I, I'm, I'm a, I only watch practice if it's, like, a new course. Like, okay. I watch practice for, like, Miami and stuff because they were new courses. But, like, watching practice actually isn't that bad. And with the French Grand Prix, it was on at, like, 8 in the morning. I was like, this is perfect. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. So I, I enjoyed a lot of it. I think the track looked cool with the red and the blue. And I couldn't tell where what the hell you're supposed to do looking at it. But you know, yeah, that was a it was a fun race. I mean, I'm all I'm I'm like fully on with this still like I follow a bunch of Instagram and Twitter accounts now of like memes and they're all making fun of Ferrari right now. Like poor Leclerc. Damn dude. Uh yeah, so, I mean, and that was kind of his home race, they said at the start. So that's a, because he lives in, or he's from Monaco, um, which I guess is just kind of right there. Um, yeah, so I definitely enjoyed that. Other than that, I was just kind of getting ready to come up here. We flew out on uh, Monday, which is yesterday, um, and just kind of like, I don't know, running random little miscellaneous errands. I had some some work stuff I was trying to take care of. Um, and, you know, some of that got actually a little exciting. But, you know, it was, uh, yeah, mostly just kind of getting ready to come up here, get get excited for Meltdown. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been been awesome. Like, I was trying to think about it all episode. Like, what, the, what did I do this weekend? It's just been like since I got home, you know, I went back, got some Ethiopian food in the central district had a day today on the lake and you know um i'm still not really prepared for meltdown after all of this like yeah i'm just hanging out <laughs> like getting ready like kind of not really uh, i did get the tent pitch today the new tent's gonna be sweet very excited about that shout nice. out prime day um yeah, also I mean, i'm with you like as soon as we get off this like i gotta start doing laundry and start packing because i'm I'm leaving tomorrow night after work to spend the night up north. So I'm like, I got to get on this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's here, boys. Um, yeah, so we have a guy, Craig, in our group. I'll call him out by name. I love him to death. I don't know if he listens, but if he does, that's fine. Um, but I got the same tent as him after I saw him uh, set it up in 60 seconds, like under 60 seconds by himself. I was like, I'll help you pitch your tent. He's like, I really don't need your help. That's fine. <laughs> I just saw him. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. And so, uh, yeah, it went on sale on prime day, snatched it up. Very excited about it. And also I feel like Craig's the sort of guy that's not exactly like taking meticulous care of his equipment every single time he uses it which is a good thing for a guy like me to, to get some get some feedback from. <laughs> That's a good call. <laughs> I still laugh about the one time, like it was his first year, and he's like down the river. Number one, he's in like crew socks. And I'm like, why are you still wearing socks, man? Like we're in the river. And I remember he had some weird excuse, like, all right. And then later he was talking about slapping the bag. You know, when you got like a, and I was like, but right, like he's going into it, and I thought he was just setting me up for a joke. And then finally, I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute! You've never done this in your life." And he's like, "No," and I'm like, "No, it is awesome. I love slapping the bag." I just, I just assume everybody had done that at some point in their life. He was having so much fun. He's yeah, he's a lot. He's awesome. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited. Come out, come out. It's closer. You know, you can come out for the weekend or whatever. Um, and yeah, I love getting a LARP on randomly a lot it's yeah. you know it'll it'll throw you sometimes out there you're like yeah dude nice get super stoked i think the one time it really threw me was cobb and i were walking across the campground 
literally like with towels wrapped around us as we had just hit the showers. This guy's like, Barb, and starts talking to us. And we're like, what? Oh, uh, oh, well, you listen to the podcast. Dope. Yeah, man. Like we're just leaving the showers. Like, give us 10 minutes to go put some clothes on. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Right. And I felt bad as he was all fired up. And it, like, I was like, uh, hang on. Like he, you're confusing my brain right now. I was like, I was like, just settling it into Saturday night mode. Like, sir, I am naked. Right. Underneath this towel, I'm naked and I am not sober. <laughs> yeah. Tough time for a handshake. That's awesome. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, is it about that time? Cobb topic. Cobb topic. All right, boys. Well, since my since my big reveal about my uh, near run-in with the law, which I definitely never planned on telling on this cast, but sometimes you guys just, I don't know, you guys get me pumped up. So I, I overshare. Um, my uh, The cop topic this week is kind of along that same line, which is, um, you know, what's like, what's your question that's like, I really want to know the answer, but if I Google this, like I'm getting put on an FBI list. I'm ended up, you know, doing an interview with the NSA. Like what's your, I really want to know the answer to this, but if I Google it, I'm going on a list question. So feel free to email us literally the word email at thepodcast.com. If you're too scared to put it in type, I get it. You can just say it silently, you know, three times in the mirror and the message will get to Ted, but Okay. Yeah, if you have one, what's your? I really want to know the answer to this, but if I Google it, I'll be put on a list. Question, boys. Uh, well, drug combinations. You always feel weird googling. What like, do you mean? Like, can I take this with that, or I'm on this prescription? <laughs> can I still? But the latest one I had was I started. I'm with- on this prescription. Yeah, I'm on this yeah. prescription from my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's a couple daily prescriptions like huh what can you mix with it uh, <laughs> yeah do molly and viagra go together <laughs> but the latest thing i had that, that scared me was i watched this show on netflix 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 called web of not web of lies like web of deceit anyhow it's about like internet stuff and how a lot of it's like people are getting kind of Anyhow, one episode is a girl and it's just titled, I'm not a Nazi. <clears throat> and she joins like the alt-right and this and that. And she's like, after a while, she's like, she start using terms that thank God I have never heard before. But you would only know these terms if you're like a neo-Nazi. So I was like, like, I want to look up the term, but I was too scared to look it up on my phone. As I was like, I don't want, I don't want the machine think I'm a Nazi. Yeah, that's fair. Yes, especially with like, uh, yeah, like uh, what's called like in terms or what, what's the word for that? Colloquialisms, whatever. Like, yeah, so that you would only know if you are into that. Yeah, trust Dude, me, there was a call in there and I was like. That was a good pass by you. Yeah, I was like, I have never heard of that. Thank goodness. But yeah, so that, that was the last one that really scared me. I was like, I'm not going to Google that. So I Googled it at work. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. Pro. Wow. Wow, dude. Smart thinking. God, that's wow. That's I did not see that coming. <laughs> oh man. I feel like there's been three moments in this podcast where the narrator would come over the top and be like, and Ted was let go the next day. <laughs> Matt, 
Yeah, no, I just like how you're like, uh, you don't want to look it up, but just go ahead and put it out recorded um, so yeah, okay. everyone can hear it and, and bookmark it and listen back to it anytime they want. Or email it to us, either way, whatever you're comfortable with. I can't email it. I got to like say it. No, uh, you know, I would say I have a lot of morbid curiosities um, and, you know, the Internet kind of. I don't know. I feel like Netflix answers a lot of my questions about killing people. Not that I want to. I'm just, it's kind of fascinating to me. Um, And all those serial killer documentaries do a great job of like just teaching you everything you could want to know. And then I saw everything too early on the internet. Like that, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say like all the early internet things that i looked up but like i mean i just saw some wild videos and photos that i feel like like i would never want to look up like all right i'll just say some some names that if you were there like tub girl involve lemons at a party tub girl and like uh the bme pain olympics and all sorts of wild stuff back then oh my god i forgot about that yeah. Yeah. I just feel like, what do I need to know? What would get me in trouble now? Like I'm pretty tame, but compared to the early days of the internet, I don't know what's out there now, but yeah, my curiosities are pretty, pretty well uh, carved out by this point. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but the really NSA time. knows what they're dealing with. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I'm already there. Like, do they have watch lists in the night, late nineties? Like I was on some stuff. <laughs> We saw that story like a month ago. A woman wrote like a can't remember if it was a blog post or like an opinion post. And it was like how to kill your husband. Yeah, she got arrested for killing her husband. Whoo! Wow. Now there. Dude, I just want to know if strippers account for inflation. Jesus. <laughs> Those aren't strippers, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, the show I was talking about, by the way. I don't know what I want to say, you know. Is called a web of make believe, death, lies, and the internet. Web of make believe. Okay, it's it's pretty Jesus. solid, man. It'll it'll it, like Cobb, you would really like it, man. There, there's a lot of good stuff in there, and you're like, oh my god, I didn't realize how that could happen. But I, I I've been meaning to check out how to change your mind, but uh, I know what it's about. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, my mind's changed. Got it. Yeah, you're in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Good point. By the way, we're off next week. Uh, we'll be back the week after that. Other than that, if we see it meltdown, even if we're weird because we're not expecting you, please say hi. Uh, I mean, trust me, I, the time in between Travis Thompson and uh, Grizz, I will be in the beer garden. Like, that was a hell of a show. Let's get a couple beers in us and head back in. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, all right, boys, I'll see you this weekend. For MCTP, for Cobb of the Ted Smith is the podcast. Cheers. <laughs>